It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends. And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking real estate around the UAE. Of course, we're talking that as well as a emphasis on what is happening in Dubai. And we are available on Spotify and Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. And it's a Tuesday morning. Nice to get Monday out of the way. And good morning to all of our real estate friends. We know just how chaotic a Monday can be. No doubt Tuesday's just as busy. It is October the 24th today. I see a UAE-based real estate developer is hosting a special sales day in Dubai. Now, they're going to be offering 10% discount on all of their projects. The event allows buyers to take advantage of this discount discount with a 10% down payment and 1% monthly installments until handover. Now, it kind of felt to me like it was a little bit unusual. I want to bring in Mario because it is a Tuesday. And good morning, Mario. Welcome back to the Dubai Property Podcast this morning. Good morning, Craig, and good morning to all the listeners. What did you make of that? Because I thought, well, normally these things are not sort of offered in this way, and you kind of wonder, yeah, they obviously want to improve on their sales. No, definitely. the Not just the amount, but actually the fact that they are offering discounts at all. From my understanding, very, very unusual. Now, is that a turning point in the market? I don't think so. I, I suspect it's more to do with the actual product or the project itself, or indeed the actual developer. I mean, if anything, what we get as agents, uh, often we're contacted by developers to say, look, get hold of your clients uh, and tell them that, you know, uh, these prices are not going to last in actual fact, because next week we're putting them up not down so this is very unusual yeah i thought that that was the case as soon as i looked at it but uh, nice for you to clarify that with us this morning and also this morning what we're going to do if you're thinking about the visas not just the the ordinary visa but also the golden visa mario is going to break down some property prices and in terms of what you get. And I think the first one we're doing, Mario, is at that $750,000 mark. Yeah, that's right, because uh, a two-year renewable visa uh, comes with a property purchase of of a unit valued at 750,000 dirhams, or if you're looking at in US dollars, that's $204,000. This is where also a husband or a wife can be sponsored, including children. Now, before I actually go on to talk about uh, the the 750 mark, it was interesting that as I was looking through the different emirates, what you could actually get for your money. And I came across something which astounded me that for 350,000 dirhams, which is obviously near enough half of what you would need to get this visa, you can actually buy a four bed apartment in uh, in a project called Emirates City in Ajman. Now, it's not a, a particularly small apartment. It's 1,600, uh, 1,636 square feet. And to make it even more uh, affordable, a three-bedroom in the same location uh, costs 250000 which I thought was astounding. So, so just run those numbers again, because people will be saying, now, did I hear that right? So the three-bedroom is like probably, what, 1,500 square feet? 
Yes, absolutely. Uh, so three bedroom in Emirates City is around 250 and a four bedroom, which is just slightly bigger, it's sort of 1636 square feet, is starting at 350. Now, it's important to note that uh, these were sprawling developments that uh, sprouted up sort of in the in the early 2000s, should I say, actually around 2008, 2007, 2009, something like this. And of course, during the downturn, were like ghost cities. Uh, so now they're a little bit more occupied. You know, in terms of where people would want to live, I would suggest that you do look around the Emirates. But if someone is looking for affordability, I mean, I was I was astounded that you could actually get that for that kind of money. Yes, well, that is particularly good buying. And, and, you know, Mario, I guess even if somebody was just thinking, well, this is a roof over the head, they might have a couple of kids, even if you're quitting it after 12 months and you're still getting the same money back, it's not bad because you're not outlaying a great deal of money. So so there's that. And there's also what can you get for the two-year visa in Ajman? Well, then if you're looking to clearly get a visa and Ajman is one of the Emirates that you want to stay in for for 750, you can get yourself a three bedroom uh, apartment, which is much, much bigger. This this will be 2,182 square feet. But this is going to have an absolutely amazing sea view in downtown Ajman. Now, if we then look at one or two of the other emirates uh, in Sharjah, in an area called Al Majaz, uh, 750 will get you a three-bedroom with a huge size of 3,000 square feet. And for slightly less, you can get one kind of uh, 1,000 square foot less, which would be a, a, another three-bed in the same location. Otherwise, again, you're looking around sort of three bedrooms in Sharjah for, for the 750 mark. I love doing these particular podcasts because it just breaks out some of these other areas and some of, some of the space. I mean, the square footage alone is just amazing. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, bang for your buck, as I say. Uh, I, look, I also looked at Rack. Now, Rack is a very interesting emirate because obviously we've got uh, a lot of uh, focus uh, with, with the building works that are going to be there. But you can still get a very, very reasonable price property there. I mean, again, you're not going to get your visa because this one's only 400,000 dirhams, a three-bed apartment in Rack for just over 1,500 square feet. But like I say, due to the sort of building works that are being done, I think these prices definitely will go up. And especially the brand new developments will will come in, uh, I would suspect, at, at the sort of two-year visa level, the 750, or indeed higher because of the casinos that will be opening up in 2026. You know, just since we have been speaking on the podcast, I feel that the prices are just edging up and up and up when it comes to Rasul Kamar. And you say that it doesn't qualify for the, the visa, but you can just buy a couple of them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, why not? And, uh, and if you can find them at these levels, you can perhaps live in one and, and rent the other one out. Yes, exactly. So one can be an investment property. All right, let's have a look now at Abu Dhabi and in terms of what people can buy when it comes to visa. 
I just looked at one. Now, for just over 790,000, which obviously will clarify, uh, will qualify for the visa, you can buy a three-bed apartment, approximately 1,200 square feet on an area called Al Reem Island, which is very, very popular. It's a freehold area, area, and it is very close to the financial district and the Galleria Mall. So a nice unit there. Now, lastly, I don't want to forget about Dubai. 750 will get you a few options. But one area we haven't spoken about much, but we will do due to Palm Jebel Ali, is an area called Dubai Waterfront. Now, inland, there's a project there called Badra, and you can get a three-bedroom with approximately 1,411 square feet, uh, which will set you back 750. But also, you can buy sort of off-plan units in JVC, approximately 1,700 square feet for just over 700,000 for a three-bed apartment. It's still pretty good buying, isn't it? I mean, given that, you know, the market that we're in, we're not slowing down and you're still getting, as you say, pretty good bang for your buck. Yeah, for sure. But you've got to really look at the at the map of the of the area. If we if we look specifically at Dubai, I mean, Dubai is, is has got a very large land mass, and of course, uh, the further down you go, as you're looking at the map, or south, there's more and more projects available. And the further away you get from the water or the sea, should I say, I guess the cheaper it is. Now, Dubai waterfront uh, is not a million miles away from Jebel Ali. It's very underdeveloped, and therefore. Or if you get in now, you will actually get a lot more, you know, property for your money. And as as we roll on to the years and as it develops, then, of course, those areas will become more and more expensive. Now, that particular development that you were just talking about, that's sort of been born as a result of Palm Jebel Ali or is it something else? No, it is, but not Palm Jebel Ali 2.0, as I call it, which is the the launch that happened recently this year. No, these developments were there when the original Palm Jebel Ali was actually launched. So they they are several years old because nothing much has been built around remain very good value. Yeah, that's really interesting because Badra, I mean, here's a development that's kind of been sitting there for so long. How pleased would they be that finally the Palm Jebel Ali is, is starting to get going because they know that it's it's money in the bank, they're just sitting on it and they're just waiting for it to grow. Absolutely right, uh, Craig. The, the, the situation with Badra is that, I mean, people have been living there for years and years, but you see, in terms of amenities in terms of facilities they have to get into their car and drive back into into Dubai to actually get some some sort of sense of normality or leisure facilities that's not to say that the area doesn't have anything obviously there are supermarkets but they're very sporadic uh, and in terms of what you can do there unless your compound has a pool or or one of the mansions that are there because there are also bigger houses down there too then yes you would always have to travel into Dubai to actually get some sort of leisure time. How exciting, Badra. So there you go. You might want to check Badra out. You also might want to know what the golden visa is going to uh, cost you in terms of property or or what sort of property you are likely to get. So perhaps you can step over that for us, Mario. 
10-year golden visa uh, comes with the purchase of a property of approximately 10 million dirhams. And here you're also allowed to sponsor family members too. Now, what I did in this category, rather than bore the listeners with sizes and what have you, I just looked at the number of bedrooms uh, that you can buy and the number of available properties they were in sort of different types of emirates. So if we start with the four bedrooms, for example, two to two and a half million dirhams, there were approximately... 85 available properties, 35 in uh, Dubai, 29 in Abu Dhabi, and 21 in Sharjah. Now, when you bring it down from four bed to three bed, the number shoots up. There were just over 1,800 available properties, uh, the majority of which were in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, 812 in Dubai, 825 in Abu Dhabi, uh, 160 in Sharjah and 41 in Rack. Now, interestingly, as you get to smaller units, uh, the numbers and of the options just completely shoot up. Two bedrooms, there were 3,355 options just in Dubai alone. Uh, there were uh, 651 in Abu Dhabi, 85 in Rack. Ajman and Sharjah just one each, and Fujairah, which is uh, an emirate we haven't spoken much, uh, three. And then lastly, in uh, the one-bedroom categories, there were 3,363 properties, of which mainly they were all in Dubai, just over 3,160 in Dubai. Abu Dhabi, 148, Rack, 42, and Ajman, 8. Well, it's nice to have those th- those two ranges, you know, seven fifty versus the more expensive option, and it completely goes to the wallet in terms of just where you are positioned in terms of whether you get the golden visa or the other visa. Yeah, this exercise just really highlighted that, you know, we talk about house prices going up in Dubai and how expensive certain certain properties are when we talk about the millions and millions of dirhams. But it just opened my eyes that if you didn't need to be in the hustle and bustle of the city, if as long as you needed to be somewhere in the UAE, that you could actually get a lot more property for for your dirhams. So it was it was a good exercise, actually. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, once again, Mario, thanks for all of that very valuable information for our listeners this morning. I'll let you get out there into real estate world around the UAE, in particular, your beloved Dubai, and enjoy your day. Thank you very much, Craig, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing, and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. What I'm seeing is we're getting a high high demand of investors coming in, looking for the kind of older, more rundown villas, typically to renovate them and flip them essentially and look for look for a high return. Now is sort of the high season, so people are coming over here on, on holiday, the, the months are cooler, and they're thinking, oh, I actually quite like it here. I'm going to move over and stay. They've stuck a running track 153 metres in the air on top of the building, which now makes it the highest running track in the world. You wouldn't want to take a trip. The siding looks relatively small maybe it's the perspective get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions stay updated in the uae real estate market with the latest trends predictions and insights know your property the dubai property podcast